everyone, and welcome back to our weekly wellness podcast. I'm your host this week, Dr. Rebecca Zahedi, and I am joined by Dr. Rodney, our Director of Wellness and Personal Growth. How are you doing today, Dr. Rodney? Doing good. Great. Glad to hear it. Um, so today we're going to be chatting a little bit about exercise, um, physical health, and how that relates to wellness as a whole, but um, also just mental wellness. So we're going to be talking a little bit about, about those topics. Um, so to start off, you know, I just want to ask you, what is really the relationship between physical health and mental health? Is there a relationship there? And, and could you talk a little bit about it? Yes, there's a definite connection. Hmm. Um, they feed off of each other, actually. Hmm. Um, the most important time to become physically active is when you're struggling with sadness and depression hmm. because of the impact of the exercise on the body, on the brain. And also, the best way to keep from getting some form of depression or anxiety mm -hmm. is to use a routine of physical exercise mm. as a way to prevent it. Um, this is very well known. Now, some people enjoy it more than others, but it's really a necessary component of the overall health of the individual. Mm. Um, some people might need it more than others. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a direct correlation and it's, they're both equally important. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, they're kind of interdependent, I would think, too. Yeah. It's hard to have one without the other. Correct. So I think that's that's a really important connection, you know, to establish. There. But see, a lot of people, though, that struggle with mental health illness never do the exercise because they don't feel like doing it. Right. And then that causes a consequence on that side. OK, um, so um, it's really important to keep in mind that you know, you don't have to be a fanatic on exercise, but any doctor is going to tell you whether mental health or physical mm -hmm. um, health doctors that you need some of both. You really you know, you need some. It's the physical exercise that prevents us from getting into a long term situation of mental health illness. Yeah. And so it sounds like it's it's really just critical to incorporate some element of of you know, physical activity into mm -hmm. one's day to day. Mm -hmm. You mentioned depression. Is there anything else that can result if there's, you know, not a lot of physical activity that impacts, you know, your overall wellness and mental health? Well, of course, if you're less physically active, you better have a very lean calorie diet right. or you're going to gain, <laughs> you're going to be the size of a Mack truck mm -hmm. um, because too many calories without any exercise builds up in our system and everybody knows that. And there's hypertension that results. There's a, uh, weight issues, there's high cholesterol, and I can go on and on and on. Right. So they are definitely related. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so, so, you know, you just have to understand that and see the value of both. Absolutely. Um, you have to do a little bit of some of it. Okay? Yeah. Well, um, and having those physical, you know, sequelae that come up. So like you mentioned, you know, hypertension and mm -hmm. um, all of these different conditions that can occur if someone's not physically active. You know, having these additional medical conditions can also impact their their mental wellness because right. that that can be a little you know it can be a burden mm -hmm. um, to have that going on. So I can definitely see how there's this relationship between you know exercise and, and mental health. And I know there are a ton of studies, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. that show that correlation. Yeah. Um, what are some of the benefits someone might feel if they go from you know little or no activity to exercising? you know, either occasionally or actually incorporating a regular routine into their mm -hmm. their day? It's a great question. It's really obvious. 
if you have very little activity, your muscles are going to be sore. They're going to be inactive. You're going to get stiff. Mm -hmm. Your joints are going to get stiff. Your muscles will always hurt because of the lack of activity. When you do even a reasonable amount of activity, that's the way to make those muscles work and use, and they won't get stiff. The joints won't get stiff and sore. And so, you know, just even a little bit of it will keep the body much more flexible. Mm -hmm. And that's an important role that the physical activity has in the human body. Absolutely. And so we talked about this a little bit earlier. You know, I, I think it's hard to have you know, a routine and to build those habits for physical activity when someone is struggling mentally. So it can be hard to, you know, you theoretically know in your mind, sure, you know, doing exercise will help me feel better, but I'm not in a place mentally that I'm able to actually start that because I'm, I'm depressed or I'm anxious or there are other things going on that make me overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. What suggestions do you have for someone who's in that situation mm -hmm. where they know that they're having some mental struggles and they want to start an exercise program, but it's just hard to get that motivation to actually start. So it doesn't matter what the mental health of this is. I don't care if it's depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. panic attacks, uh, bipolar, mm -hmm. wide myriad of other issues. The, my mental health issues, when I have them, make me feel bad. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel bad. Do you want to feel bad? No. No, nobody <laughs> likes to feel bad. Right. So we have to find a way to feel good. Mm -hmm. What we use to find a way to feel good is just, and it varies from individual to individual, um, some people like to play golf. Some people don't like to play golf. You know, some people like to go to movies. Some people don't like to movies. You have to figure out what you enjoy because whatever you enjoy, it's going to raise the dopamine levels in your middle brain, which provides us with a sense of, you know, motivation and drive and feeling good. The more my dopamine level goes up, the better I feel. So you have to pick something you like. So that's the general idea. Exercise always raises your dopamine levels. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't like it, it raises your <laughs> dopamine levels. The two chemicals that are most impacted by exercise is the dopamine levels go up and mm -hmm. you start feeling good, but then also it provides you with the, the endorphins kick in. You have a sense of euphoria going along with it. And everyone, even the people that regularly exercise, have this come up. Mm -hmm. They wake up some morning and they just don't feel like it. <laughs> I'm sad, I'm tired today, I don't want to go. That's when it's most important to go. You've yeah. got to force yourself to get past that. Because mm. you've also had the experience, if you've ever done this, is I really don't want to do it, but you get on the elliptical or the treadmill, mm. you take a walk around the track, or you go start lifting a little bit of weights. Yeah. And very soon it kicks in and you're saying, boy, I'm glad I did this. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the feeling of I don't feel like doing it is when you actually need to do it the most. Mm -hmm. um, because there is that natural chemical response to the exercise, right. you know, in our bodies, in our brain, mm -hmm. with the rise of the dopamine and the endorphins. And, and yeah. so, you know, um, even if you're not usually um, frequently exercising, and but if you're just having a sad day, you know, you can feel, sit around and feel sorry for yourself and just get sadder or mm -hmm. more anxious. Or you can just go somewhere and do something. And again, you don't have to go to the gym. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be aggressive. Just take a walk. Mm -hmm. Go walk around the park or go down to the pond and walk. That physical activity will make you feel good. Well, and I would imagine, you know, having, trying to set habits and mm -hmm. having some routines would probably help with those situations where, you know, you just, you don't feel like it. So I mm -hmm. feel like even if you're depressed or anxious or don't emotionally feel like you're able to exercise, 
having some kind of habit or some reminder that, oh, actually, no, I do feel better when I do this would, would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think also just understanding that physical activity doesn't have to necessarily be going to the gym. Like mm-hmm. you said, it can be as easy as, you know, taking a walk outside in the sun. Mm-hmm. or taking your dog for a walk or, you know, just kind of these incremental levels of physical activity where someone who is right. entirely inactive can say, you know, I, I don't have energy to go to the gym. I mm-hmm. don't feel like I'm able to lift weights or go for you know, a five mile run or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but maybe I have the energy to get out of my house and walk around the block. Exactly. But you, you know me already. I believe in plans. Mm-hmm. We as human beings, it's undeniable operate best on routines of behavior. Mm -hmm. When we develop a pattern of behavior, that's the neuroplasticity in our brain and the memories encoded in that connection of neurons so that the next time we have a similar event, we go right back to how that felt before. Mm -hmm. And so we work on patterns of behavior. Now, I always think you have to have a plan. you only can decide how many days a week that you want to do it or how often you want to do it or how much you want to do. Mm-hmm. You can have a plan and then vary from the plan a little right. bit. That's fine. But if you never have a plan, you're never going to do it mm-hmm. because it's not a part of your routine. Um, now, I believe in cheat days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm watching my weight, I have a cheat day because right. you know, it's fun <laughs> to have a cheat day. Right. Even in that, you can have a plan to go and decide, okay, I'm going to use this as my cheat day. But every day can't be a cheat day <laughs> because, um, you know, it, it's it's that routine of behavior is what guides you to continue on in repeating the same thing over and over again and getting the results that you need. Right. Um, so um, uh, if we live based upon neuroplasticity and routines of behavior, then we should plan for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you don't have to be really strict or rigid on the plan, but it's got to be there. Yeah. It's like, you know. You can't hit a target you can't see. Right. I mean, it's just, you can't, okay? You've got to have the bullseye there. Um, and so uh, the plan is is the target you're trying to hit. Mm. And maybe you miss it a day or two, right. but you won't miss it all the time. Yeah. So I'm hearing set a plan, mm-hmm. set a routine, mm-hmm. and then stick to the plan. Right. <laughs> Sounds yeah. pretty basic. It's and, harder in, in practice. And but. some <laughs> trainers or athletes might disagree with me on this. Right. But it has to be a reasonable plan. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a, a history of non-activity, mm-hmm. the plan can't be I'm going to go run 10 miles tomorrow. You'll right. never do it in a million years. Right. If you're not used to lifting weights, you're not going to say I'm going to go in there and lift weights for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's craziness right. because you can't achieve that goal. So as you begin with the plan, mm-hmm. you slowly build up to maybe what your ultimate goal is. Because if you set the goal too high to begin with, and your goal is I'm going to run for an hour, and you can't get there, then you feel right. defeated and lost. And then you, even though you have the endorphins and the dopamine, you feel sad and depressed because I didn't meet my goal. Mm-hmm. So you build up to a level that baby you want steps. to reach. Baby steps. Yeah. yeah. You just don't jump in. Absolutely. Right at the deep end of the pool. That's not the way to do it. I think that's true for a lot of things in life. And then the other thing <laughs> that happens is if you're loose to non-activity and you set the goal too high, you'll get hurt real mm. quick because you try right. to do too much. And then you can't do it again for another two or three weeks until you heal. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing it incrementally is the best way to do it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so thank much you. for all of your, your insight into this topic. Um, 
Feel free at home to like, comment, subscribe. You can also find us on Spotify. And thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye.